I'm Autumn. Thanks for listening to You're Not Your F and Chair, where our goal is to show you that your problems in life don't have to define you. And I'm Nick. <laughs> I love how quiet it is today. <laughs> we are back. I had to get Nick out of bed. I I told myself I was posting this today, and well, today now. And I told myself we were doing this, and I got him out of bed. I'm like, we got to do this. We had a fussy well, baby. Yeah, at 1140-something, he still wasn't asleep, and I said, and Autumn was just, you know, chilling, and I was like, um, yeah, are we still recording? And she's like, oh, shoot. I had my I had my notes prepared. You did. So I've I've really been um this is kind of a sensitive topic today. It's a topic that I feel like needs to be talked about and I feel like I have a hard time with confrontation in a sense of like things like this are hard for me. And all I can say is I'm speaking for myself. I'm speaking from my own experience. Nobody else's. But I don't know. I feel like it's this topic in this podcast is going to be a good one it's been something that's affecting me yeah it's going to be a great one I if mean, it if it wasn't for a few people reaching out saying where was your freaking podcast last week i'm not sure i would have had the uh <laughs> the umph to get out of bed and record this once brooks fell asleep well i'm glad we're here it's only you know 12 55 a.m and <laughs> we're rolling it might be a short episode though it's fine. I mean, I, I feel like this is when we usually talk about, like, our last week. But yeah. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> well, I here's the thing. Um, and a couple people were like, are you good? Like, why didn't you post a podcast? What's going on? And, um, oh, no, I'm crying. I'm fine. <laughs> um, I think that my brain has been loud. I think there's been a lot going on that I just, like kind of need to like decompress and figure out where my brain's at not that i'm down not that i'm depressed i think there's just a lot going on in the summer well and then right after that my grandpa passed away and i think that there's always this time of grief and it brings a lot of feelings and i'm trying not to get emotional but um it brings a lot of feelings back from losing Kyle honestly and my grandfather the next day (laughs) so um I think there's a time of like reflection and a time of kind of just a weird time between the time that you hear that they've passed away and the and the time that you get to say goodbye at their funeral and his funeral is not till this weekend so I think that I'm just a little bit foggy my my brain's just foggy you know so give me some grace (laughs) (laughs) got it right here in my pocket yeah thanks (laughs) appreciate it but yeah let's let's uh let's get rolling on this episode i mean just get into it yeah let's just get into it so i mean this this one is really i mean it when autumn told me the topic that she wants to talk about and i was like that's a really good talk you know like topic and stuff and and the only way I would relate it to is, like, I'm shorter than people. <laughs> and I always say that, like, I mean, I, okay, let's just. Uh, people kind of claim their dominance over you in yeah, a sense of, like, you're short, they're tall, you're yeah. smaller, they're big. Yeah, so it's. And more, I feel that. It's it's when, you know, people think that you're an easy target because of your disability or, mm-hmm. 
your height or your I'm, weight. I'm easily or intimidated because yeah. of my situation, which is a disability, is a wheelchair. Whether whether you're in high school and you know that you, you're the unpopular kid and the popular kid, like I mean, there's a lot of ways to apply this. But I mean, this also can be applied in a sense of like man and woman. You yeah. know, a lot in the business corporate world, a man versus a woman, not always, but sometimes it's applied there of dominance, you yeah, know, over, over a woman. Yeah. I mean, I sold cars one time in my life and <laughs> I was, and I will like say I was not the best car salesman, but like I really, I mean, I can blame my height, but like, I mean, I really thought that like the taller salesmen are better salesmen. Yeah. And, and that's just that, but. But yeah, let's get into it. Let's let's uh Yeah. I I just think that for me um I think people underestimate me. Like well, I mean they... <laughs> I think when people first meet me, they're first um they're confused. We've kind of talked about this. Yeah, I mean, they're confused. Some they're kind give of the, the, they hello. Need, yeah. How are you? They, it's like they need more information to make a decision on how much I understand and how much respect I'm going to get. And um, it's like, I just don't have a fair shot from the beginning to be honest, or, yeah. and maybe that's just the way I feel, but I almost feel like I have to prove myself to people. Well, I'm not going to lose whatever, you know, battle it is, whether it's an argument or a sales pitch or something or a job, you know, yeah. to the girl in the wheelchair. Right, right. As automatically, I'm the one that has a disadvantage. Yeah. When in all reality, because I'm, you, you sit in a chair that has wheels. Yes. Like, really, like I'm the same as you. My brain the, works just the same as yours does. Yeah, and then people whose brain, you know, has a little bit more trouble of getting their thoughts out. Like they still have a brain. They still think. They still are probably very smart. Yeah. Sometimes it's a speech impediment. Sometimes you know. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways, but like to, to discount anyone because of their physical like appearance, appearance or, or mental capacity to yeah. your knowledge, like you don't or know. to communicate, you know, some of the smartest people just can't communicate. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, there's people with down syndrome and sometimes, you know, they, they look a little bit different and there's a lot of people that, you know, automatically like, just like, Oh, assume they don't, they don't deserve, and not that like they mean to say it or do it, but they just don't give them the time of day. It's being stereotyped, honestly. Yeah. And I, this is my gripe and gain. Um, I, my gripe is that you're stereotyped for not being smart, not expected to have a career, not expected to have a life, or you know, I just you're stereotyped. Yeah, like if you're you know gonna have an argument like. You already like, hey, this is going to be an easy one. Like it's, it's like, I mean, we can we can relate it to a sports game where like, you know, you see the other team roll up and you're like, oh, these guys are little, you know, yep. we're gonna walk all over these guys right, right. and, you know, little skinny kids, and then you get into the game and you realize this is gonna be a little bit harder than I thought, and then you know it's the the tortoise and the hare, mm -hmm. you know, you think it's gonna be easy, and then at the end. You've lost. Right. And and usually people aren't very good at losing in life. Especially to someone in a wheelchair or yeah, someone with a ex disability. Exactly. And so, like, they're almost sore losers when they lose, 
you know, whatever you want to call it, lose, yeah. or, you know, or lose or feel like they've been outsmarted. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I can't Autumn speak. Autumn is a very smart person. I can't Anybody speak for can, everybody else, but yeah. I can say that I'm, I'm willing to bet that every, every person that is disabled or in a wheelchair has felt this to some extent. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they've. Whether whether it was buying a car and they roll up in the wheelchair and the guy's like, Easy. Gonna, I got this one. Yeah. They're in a wheelchair. They probably are on state assistance, blah, blah, blah. And, like, most people in wheelchairs probably aren't even on state assistance, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. stuff. So Exactly. Um, I think, for me, psychologically, this is hard. This is hard. And I think that any time that I am faced with, like, a situation, which has happened this last month that really is what sparked several situations in the past where I've dealt with this, but it's almost sparked, like, a fire in me because I'm I'm pissed. I get pissed. Yeah. It makes me mad. It makes me down. Um, It – I feel like something's wrong with me, like I'm wrong – you know, like I'm, I'm wrong for having these feelings of like, why do you treat me like that? Like right off the bat, you don't, you don't know me or maybe you've heard about me or whatever. And you're just already, you know, being, you know, like overly like not, it's not rude. Yeah. So to say, but it kind of is rude. It comes off mm-hmm. rude and they just like, they think it's going to be a cakewalk. Yeah, and then Autumn, you know, takes them for a stroll, and they're they yeah, almost. Yeah, like, oh, you, you, you want? Okay, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> let's and, go. And like anybody let's, who knows Autumn, let's talk. Like, she's she's smart, and and honestly, she's she. And I know Autumn throughout her, you know, mar- our married life and everything, but she does not like going for like jobs, and like it's always been something. But it's probably almost like pushed her to like start her own career. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with being an entrepreneur. I've had several jobs since I've been injured. And I have to say in every single position, there's been something that happens that I'm a lesser. Yeah. Um, as much as people say equal opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's, bullshit, like, it's like, oh, we're all going to go do this. You didn't want to do it, did you? You know, or mm-hmm. like you're okay not like participating yes. or not and you know enjoying it like the rest I of mean, us. And in the same return, there are people that um, have gone out of their identify way for you. it and have gone out of their way and treat me like I'm the same. And you know, even those same people in return, though, don't realize at some points they treated me like a lesser. Yeah. So, um, I came across a quote. Um, And at the time I came across it, it was exactly what I needed to hear. It says, if you continue to think the way that you've always thought, you'll continue to get what you've always got. And so for me, I'm the only one that can change these feelings, right? I'm the only one who will determine my thoughts the next morning after waking up, because usually for me, it's at night. Usually for me, I kind of eat at myself at night. I'm the only one who can choose my happiness and I am not who someone tells me I am. I'm who I want to be. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you definitely are in charge of your own destiny. And, I mean, we can, like, sum this up to a lot of people and sports players. that like, oh, the haters, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of haters out there. And I'm pretty sure everyone listening can think Identify of at least few. five people yeah. 
that they may be your your close family, close friends. You know, sometimes I've realized that some people in your closest in your in your circle are and, the ones that don't clap for you. And not that they hate you. <laughs> no. It's just that they don't support and, and they're almost like waiting for you to fall. Yeah. I mean, so that they can say, I told you so. Yeah, and I mean, I'll, I forget what did they say in, in Superman Returns. Everyone's like, oh, that's the worst Superman movie ever. But I really did <laughs> like it. But they, he says a line in there to some extent of, you know, everyone loves a hero, but what they love more is to see a hero fall. Yeah. I, I, that's not an exact quote. but Right, right, right. That is a truth, you know? Like, it is very we true. We love, and in sports, and I always, when I always come back to When people put sports, themselves out there... It's easy to want to watch them fail. Yeah. But, like, we all would rather see a great person fall. I mean, we, we can just bring up, a you know, there's an, any number of people in sports, but, like, a Tom Brady, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he's doing something crazy great, and everyone's yeah. like, I freaking hate Tom Brady. Yeah. Why? Because he's good? Yeah. Me? You don't uh, have to like his I like hate his LeBron James, or, yeah. and he's all this, but he... He's good. You can still respect. Yeah. For me, it's Sidney Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that knows me knows I hate Sidney Crosby, but I can respect that yeah, he is one good. of the greatest hockey players. Not the greatest because that's Alex Ovechkin, <laughs> but he is one of the greatest hockey players in the world. He's amazing. Uh, that doesn't mean I like him. I, uh, you know, I was, that's how I was when I was a kid. Martin Broder. You're obviously. welcome, my my Penguins. Yeah. I mean, Martin Broder <laughs> will go down in history as probably. I mean, everyone can, you know, argue about who's the best goalie, but, like, like record-wise, yeah. he's kind of like the Wayne right. Gretzky of goalie. So, right. But I was always like, you know what, I'll like Martin Berger after he retires. <laughs> and I do now. I yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, he's an awesome dude, but during the time, you're like, mm, yeah, not but, a fan. But So my gain from, from being stereotyped and being looked down on, in business situations, in corporate world situations, you know, all or those just things. conversations. Yeah, just conversations. How many times do you have a conversation with I somebody? I do think that it it happens more often in the business world. It's more of a competitive world. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. And there is a lot of people that Autumn deals with in business or situations like that that are almost jealous of her mm-hmm. in some sense. I think I just got handed stuff. Yeah, and it's like, oh, the girl. <laughs> but you don't realize I've worked my ass off. Yeah, and she works and I hard do every, every day. single day. And it's like, well, how come, and we, I think this happens a lot in the business world. We look at somebody and we're like, how come they got successful? How come they're successful? How come they're happy? Mm-hmm. Like, that should be me. Yeah, I should have some of their money. I should have some of their fame. I should. What they're not realizing is success looks different to different people. And what they're not realizing is behind the scenes, that person has worked so hard there. I can't remember the last time I literally took all day off. No, Autumn not like do any lick of work in one day. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care if we're. On vacation, California, um, yeah. Denver, whatever. But like, dude, Autumn is doing work on yep. her phone. She's, you know, whether it's it with voice texting or whatever, or you know, helping someone out. Like, oh, I gotta hurry and jump on and do this thing real quick right. for somebody. Oh, I gotta post this sale. I gotta, yep. you know, do this. You know, give me twenty minutes and then we can go hang out. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not uncommon for us to like be on our way to dinner and be like, hold on. I just got to do this, wait in the car, you know. Yeah, or, or t- I got to take my computer. Or, hey, in the car. we just got my computer. I'm going to do this on the way, whatever. So, when we get to family's house. <laughs> yeah. And Autumn, 
busts her ass. So anybody out there who like just thinks that she gets handed whatever she has, and I mean, and life's not perfect. We don't have a perfect life, and no, I'm have, not perfect. And business is not always perfect, and it's not like we make million dollars. No, but, you know. And, and the thing is, like for me, you may think that I have it all, but for me. It's almost that, like, grass is always greener. Yeah. And I always have something I'm working towards. So to you, you might be like, how is she in the position she's in, how she's doing it, how, you know, all these things. She's got it made, but you don't see what I see. And you also don't understand what I see as made versus yeah. what you see as Well, I, I don't know the statistic off the top of my head, but there's, like, a statistic that like most, like, millionaires, billionaires, whatever, don't. Like if you asked them if they made it, they'd be like, no. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's the, that's the hunger. That's the yeah. drive. Yeah. You know? and, and, and once you think you made it and what's that opens the door to failure and in my opinion, what's made it. We're, yeah. We're just living life. There's no made it. Mm -hmm. You didn't ever make it, you know, like everyone's, yeah, but waiting. once you stop moving forward, you start moving backwards. We've, we, we've, or talked, stand we've still. talked a lot on this about that to die moment. Like there's, you know, usually not that to die moment. I mean, mm -mm. even in sports, I mean, I keep on bringing back sports. Okay, but, but even if you have a master's, uh, you know, doctorate degree, what's your to die moment? What is your, I've made it? Yeah. What is your, it's always going to change. And you may think once I have this, They're milestones. I've made it. They're once not I have this job or this salary, I've made it. But have you made it? Because there's always something else you're going to want. There's I mean, always a hunger for the next step. Until you're on your deathbed, I think, and you're happy, you're you've like, made it. All right, I've made it. Yeah. That's, that's the goal. Life is good. That's the goal. Yeah. Die happy. Right. There you go. <laughs> so my gain is just that I'm not afraid to stand up for myself. And I think that that is a misconception that people, <laughs> like, I've, I'm not afraid to tell you I don't agree. I'm not afraid to tell you off yeah. <laughs> i'm not afraid to stand up for myself um even if i get shaky even if i cry even if i get you know i'm, I'm not i have emotions yeah. you know um i think that it fires me to show up it, it puts fire behind me to show up each day when people treat me this way when people stereotype me when people feel like they're ahead of me for some reason i feel like that gives me fire yeah so, do you want to talk about that one time? Uh, I I can really talk about it. I mean, I was. Kind I don't of want a, to go into much detail. I don't want to say names. I don't want to say times. I yeah, don't because it, it doesn't matter. No, and I've forgiven and forgotten. Yeah. I, I haven't forgotten. I've forgiven. Um, <laughs> I don't think this is things you can ever forget. Really? Well, I mean, so Autumn was in a business situation, and uh, she did what was the best, like. I mean, we've all, we've I, okay, all, we've all worked thing. somewhere and it was Any, like, screw this company that we all there, work There's for. always an employee that is genuinely there to want to see the business thrive, um, who is looking for the best interest of the business or organization. There's always someone there. There's also in return, always someone who's looking in the best, the best interest of themselves. There's always a right? yin to a yang. Yes. Yeah. And I think this situation, I, I well, try, I try in my business 
um, in my career, I try to be very honest. I try to be very passionate for the businesses I work for. I'm a marketer. So my goal is to watch those businesses grow, right? Yeah. And and that is my goal. Sure, it would be great if I can support my family along the way, but it's I, I'm not looking to I'm not looking for my personal gain. I'm looking to help this business for what I I, I want to see in the future, right? Well, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, really the incident is like, I mean, we've all had that, like, you know, screw the business. They have all the money, whatever. And, and, and it's kind of, it was kind of a peer pressure moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Autumn kind of said, uh, there was a, another person brought in and this person and I, um, clashed. we clashed but, in a but sense. You guys of... did get along and you worked together. Yes. Autumn. Yeah. And so, and but, there were days I went to work and I'm like, I do not want to work side by side, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to try to be professional and I'm going to try to let my pride, put my pride away yeah, and do what's best for this company, right? Um, so, But, but what, the incident, what, really, I mean, really boiling it down to a simple, because I bet people are like, what the heck are these guys <laughs> talking about? But there was a point where the, the, other, com- the other person said, eh, screw this, whatever. And Autumn kind of like said... Uh, that's not right, and kind of let yeah. the company know that this was not. There was this was going that on. were being planned that I was aware of that potentially could ruin the business. Well, we've all had and, it, or, yeah, we've or all really been there it. in a company where, like, you see someone doing something that whether it's dishonest. This yep. uh, this one really wasn't a dishonest. It was just just not good. But yeah. we've like, hey, I'm gonna like steal this from work, or I mean, you know, there's a lot of dishonest things that happen at work. Yes, and so it for- kind of takes, you know, it's not like a tattletale moment. It was more like a, I'm not gonna let this happen to the company that uh, yeah. I work for. Yep, and, and I'm gonna make the right people aware of what's going on. And so, the the person was let go and very disgruntled. And threatening, threatening, and without going too much into it, and really threatening someone who is already at a disadvantage physically. Like, I'm gonna beat you up, girl in the wheelchair, <laughs> kind of threatening. And it was, it's not the first time though. And, and yeah, it was a crazy situation. And really, what it led to was you know, the lady got fired, whatever. But a week later, she got hired back on. Yeah. And I said, bye. Yeah. I And Autumn stood up for herself. And, and the company was like, oh, we can get through this. And I was like, no. You know what? This isn't worth it. And if this is the standard here, then. Well, it's- and you know, if, if I've had this much respect, respect for you, I do respect it. I do expect it in return, right? If I have put so much work into this and I have been loyal and I have been nothing but a positive. Yeah. I kind of want you to have my back. Yeah. You know, and if you're going to sit here and tell me, let's just figure it out. Let's just work it out. Let's just make it happen. I'm sorry, but I know my worth. Yeah. I know I'm worth more than that. I know that I'm not, you can't tell me I have to stay here. Yeah. And I, I'm not, you know, yeah, it sucks leaving a position out of nowhere, but I, you know, and I didn't just, I didn't just up and leave. I worked yeah. from home until we could transition out of being yeah. an employee there. I mean, she did the respectful thing and said, no, 
if if I'm gonna work here, these are my terms. If you don't like it, I'm willing to to step away. Yes, but I will still honor my you know what mm-hmm. I've told you I would do. Yes, and stuff. And it was really a a time when like you got to stand up for yourself sometimes. Yeah, and and Nick, I mean, I I was the um, I made more money. <laughs> That job made more money than yeah. Nick's position. And so it was kind of a leap of faith of, are we going to be okay? And I just felt like in my mind, if I'm doing the right thing, if I'm trying to be a genuine, honest person, and I'm trying my best to do what's right, um, I, I've i got to do what I've got to do, right? Well, I'm going to be okay. Yeah, being true to yourself and what you, you know, like, don't put yourself in harm's way for, for like money, like mm-hmm. you know, or, yep. and whether I don't think you were really going to be in harm's way, but mm-hmm. like I was threatened though. But I mean, you lay down once, you're going to be expected to lay down again. Yeah. So that was my that one time, <laughs> and <laughs> you know this this happens quite a a bit. the The scale of it is a lot different every time. Um, how far it goes is a lot different every time, but I definitely, even this last week was approached and tried, I, I was, she was trying to make me feel lesser. Yeah. She was trying to intimidate me. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> We're really going to go down this route. Like, I, yeah, like, I already hey, know, listen, I already know I'm, I'm in a wheelchair and I'm disabled. Yes, and I've you been don't... here for 15 years, almost 15 years, yeah. like this next week and a half, maybe next Next Friday, Saturday? I can't remember. But um, I've been this way for a while. So this isn't my first rodeo. Yeah. People have treated me like this before. You think you're the first person that, like, tried to, like... Intimidate me. Intimidate me, you know, and stuff. And so... So, anyway. um, Don't, don't... Don't get in Autumn's way. She might run you over. (laughs) I really... Like, metaphorically, like, 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 yes. Yeah. I I don't like it. guess what? She's also the kindest, most forgiving person, and like that's another that's another like ye, like like thing you get. You can't just be a spitfire. Like you gotta have respect yeah. for other people. Yeah, you and also people, have to know that people aren't perfect. Yeah, and it, and there's a lot of people that wrong us, and whether it's something big or small, and we just let that little thing just like keep you know bugging us, and we end up like I don't like that person. Why? Well, this one time they said this really like not nice right. thing and I just never forgave. Like how many times like do you hear about like mm-hmm. people that Grow don't up. talk like family members that like or something in high school, like yeah. freaking high school. Who cares yeah. about high school? Right, right. Like, That's me. Like I don't so, care how you treated like, me in high school. We're adults you know, now. If you're gonna have if you're gonna have that like spitfireness and you're gonna stand up for yourself, but you also gotta be okay with somebody saying Okay, I'm sorry, and I'm wrong, and you gotta say, okay, I forgive you. Yeah, like we don't need to let this little thing become a thing. Like there's so many things in this world. I mean, okay, but that can be boiled down to just forgive. But and like, here's just the question: Let it go. Have you said something that you went home later on in your life? Yeah, man, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, maybe I was a little harsh. Maybe that was a little rude of me. I hope that they don't remember that. I hope they don't remember me by that. Okay. They probably do. So, so, but there's, <laughs> but there's other people, you know, on the other side of that. Yeah. So you gotta, 
you know, give each other a little, a little grace. It's kind of funny. And like, it's like when, when like a little kid, like I, I deal with it with my daughters, you know, a lot. And you're like, they do something wrong. You've confronted them. They've said that it was wrong. They know they did something wrong. And then you say, okay, say sorry. Something as simple as like them saying sorry to their sister mm-hmm. is like, no. Yeah. And guess what? You think that sounds really childish, but adults are probably worse. We see worse. it every day. Yep. Adults are probably way worse than kids. Like, it is mm-hmm. amazing how many, like, traits and stuff that adults they do. They almost that... feel like it's okay, too, and yeah. and that they're entitled to feel that way. And it's like... I don't have to say sorry to nobody. <laughs> yeah. Like, how stupid of like, right. a childish thing is that? Like, right. Like... If your kid said that, you'd be like, no, you're saying sorry. But but when you're an adult, you can just be a jerk and just be like, no, screw I know. you. I know. And I'm going to go on with my life and I don't, I don't ever have to respect you. You yeah. know, it's ignorant. So, um, we have been, okay, we, Nick, Nick was snoring. Um, I just started the movie, um, the theory of everything and it's about one of the greatest scientists of all time who had ALS, I believe. He was a pre- professor at the University of Cambridge, um, Stephen Hawking, right? Um, one of my favorite quotes from him is, however bad life may seem, there is always something you can do and, and succeed at. While there's life, there's hope. Um, watch the video. <laughs> watch the movie. I'm like halfway through it right now. Just I, I've watched We've it several watched times. We've watched it before, yeah. Um, there's a, I just watched a moment there that, and it gets me whenever I watch these movies with disabilities, um, that even though they're different, I can relate to, there's certain parts that hit me maybe more than they might hit someone else that's just watching with that's able-bodied or whatever. But there's a part where he's in the bathtub and he's just been told his diagnosis and, um, his hand won't open, his hand won't move, and, and he's you can clearly see that he's trying to get his hand to open. And he just um, kind of slumps over in despair and puts his head in his hands like, why? You know, like, this is my life. I'm yeah. the smartest genius set, you know, whatever, yeah. scientist, and I can't even move my hand. I can't, like, just watching... I mean, obviously it's a movie, but watching him um, go through these these times of understanding what his life is going to be like hits deep, you know? Yeah. And I think that um, able-bodied people watching movies like this, um, and it really gives them an understanding for what other people with disabilities feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you're, you are who you want to be. No disability is ever going to set you back. He teaches us that. He teaches yeah. us that. He has no ability to talk. He has no ability to walk. He has no ability to even move his wheelchair, right? Yeah. And it gets to the point that he can't even breathe on his own. But his brain is there. I mean... He's we, smart. I mean, we all know who he is and who he was. But, I mean, erase that from your memory that you know who this guy is. Like, you've seen him on TV or whatever, but, like... I bet there's a hundred other people just like him that had a brain, not like his, like as smart as him, but like yeah. a able working brain. And you look and you see him in a wheelchair and you're like, eh. He can't even speak. 
yeah, like, uh, it's okay to just leave him there by himself. Like, you know, like, I don't need to smile at that person. Like, uh-huh. just smile. Because I know they yeah. can feel it. Well, you know, and, well that, and don't treat them real. like they're stupid. Yeah. Don't treat them like they're stupid because guess what? They're probably, probably quite a few of them are probably smarter than you. <laughs> and But they have feelings. People yeah. have feelings. I know. And so, I mean, you... You are all those things that you're going to do that make people feel good. And you are not, you know. You are the way you make people feel. Yeah. And you need to remember that. You need to remember that when you are going throughout your daily life, whether it's a normal person, an able-bodied person, you don't know what's going on in their brain. You don't know their life. You need to just remember the way you're making them feel. Yeah. So just remember that you are, you know, the the person you are. You know, you want to be the person you are inside and you're not your physical appearance and you're not, you know, yeah. the way that people see you. And with that, you're not your effing chair. 